Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of Pillowfort Pub. Uh, to this, this is episode 16, I believe. I'm actually going to start doing these numbers again. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm Anime Flux. Uh, as always, I am joined by my cohort, Hizyakt. Hello, Hizyakt here. He has, he has, I am <laughs> joined with my fellow comrade, uh, Hizyakt. And yes. uh, today's special guest is uh, her papa. Hizyakt's father. <laughs> Hizyakt's father. Hey, welcome to the show, man. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Nit. Uh, we've 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 heard a lot about you over the years. His act makes frequent mention of you, and uh, I'm excited to have you on the show. Well, thank you very much. It's nice to be here. <laughs> God. <laughs> And it starts. <laughs> I know everybody was curious what his, his father would sound like. <laughs> that is a distinctly Ew. not north or not western accent you have there, sir. I don't, I don't do accents. I had to go with Colossus. That's all I got from my <laughs> Russian. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> so, um, Hizzy, you said mm. there was, uh, there was questions or something? How's um, this going? Let's just start. Let's just start like we always do. I had my dad said something the other night about something about how my art has a distinct style and I didn't understand what he meant because I honestly feel like it changes all the time. So I was curious what he meant by that. But we can talk about that now or later or whenever. I just didn't want to forget. Okay. So uh hizzy's dad what um <laughs> just, just gonna right, call go you back you guys didn't even address me going into my regular voice so i'll just uh. <clears throat> that was not the real me are you sure and we're already going into the style question which you know she's like save it for the podcast i'm like okay that'll come up near the end i thought i know i'm so confused about what's <laughs> happening though because you did a weird voice and then you weren't talking i felt awkward silence <laughs> i think that's why flux brought it up he's like oh what do we do now <laughs> what um, break the glass emergency emergency code red <laughs> I, I i will admit i i was very uh honored and humbled to be asked to join the podcast because i am a huge fan um, I listened to every episode. I, I, I didn't listen to every episode for a year or so. And then finally I decided to download it and I found it hilarious, which <laughs> made me keep listening. Um, but now that I'm here, I must admit, I'm very nervous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my dad's our biggest fan. Literally. That's awesome. Cause I weighed 200 pounds. <laughs> Hey. hey, where's the soundboard? <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, the 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 style question, right? We can talk about it later. Oh, oh we can God. talk about it now. I was just breaking the ice with my normal voice. So. Oh, okay. My whole idea was to come on here and go. The only reason I'm here is to tell you kids what you're involved in is sin. <laughs> You're going to hell. I mean, I already knew that, so <laughs> thanks. Believe you me, I've 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 heard that one my whole life. That's weird. I never get that. 
Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, I can't think of one time. I mean, I've gotten people who are, like, weirded out by it or like, oh, you're just a sellout or whatever ha that, you know. Have, but. have you ever gotten the thing uh, where they're like, oh, man, you're such a good artist. It's a shame you waste your talent on porn. Oh, yes, I've gotten that one a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've gotten that one. I'm like, Th thanks. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I like the masked insult <laughs> that's know? not even masked like it's... you know they say that people give backhanded compliments but that's like a kick to the nuts yeah compliment while they smile at you uh-huh and what can you even say to that i don't have any good comebacks Th I'm shitty with... i can't do confrontation man i'm weak no I, I don't either i'm just like i usually just ignore and move on but <laughs> yeah well has anyone ever said anything like that to you in person though Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I think the anonymity of the internet is a nice shield for most people. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, people understand there's a right and wrong way to do things. And if you say that shit in person, then you risk getting, you know, punched in punched the face. Punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I usually think of a good comeback about two weeks later. Yes, yeah, yeah no. like you lay in bed and you're like, oh, I should have said that, oh man, and then you get oh, all man. mad again. Th that would show them. <laughs> yeah. I get like that white hot rage way after the fact, just thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, oh, if only I said. So do you do do either of you do this where you're like you're thinking about, uh, like you'll think about stuff like that where like oh it could have gone this way it could have gone that way and then you start inventing scenarios in your head. <laughs> And yeah. those scenarios, those fake scenarios get you mad. Oh, yeah. Be and they turn real violent. <laughs> yes! I do that all <laughs> the time. And I'm like, oh, man, but if I said this, then that person would be say this. And what a fucking <laughs> asshole. You know, and I'm just like, rah, rah. and then I, I have to stand back and be like, okay, none of this is real. No, this <laughs> didn't. Crazy. I'm getting mad about something that didn't actually happen. <laughs> yes, so. that happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh man, we're reasonable what about, people. Um, I don't. I probably nobody actually knows this, but my dad, for a while, was doing body painting on sexy ladies. Ooh. Whoa! I didn't even know you knew that. What? Yes, you did. Well, I didn't. I tried to keep it under the radar. Well, something that's out in the open now. Yeah, it is. everybody <laughs> knows now. But like, did you ever get shamed for that? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, no, that also was under the radar. Um, you know, it wasn't something I put on my resume. <laughs> didn't bring it. Didn't bring it up at the the family gathering, the Christmases and Thanksgivings. <laughs> but I've seen the pictures of that stuff on your Facebook, though. On my Facebook, hmm, I'm not sure. I know I've seen the pictures, and they're good. I was just curious because that's kind of an adult thing. I mean, it's not pornographic, but. Since we were on the topic of getting shamed for what we were doing, I was just curious if anyone's ever shamed you for that. But I guess not if you just kept it quiet. Yeah, I kept it quiet. I I don't I I am I don't know where you saw those pictures. Actually, I guarantee you, not on my Facebook. <laughs> oh my God! Where the hell did I see them? Then I saw them online. Uh. He's like, all right, who told you? Oh my God! I'm sorry, I didn't even bring that up. We can cut this part out of the what? podcast. What? If you want. 
<laughs> no, it's it's actually it, it's funny. I mean, I'm not ashamed of it, but it was something private that you don't. It wasn't like, hmm. It's no different than what you guys are doing, except uh, I didn't advertise publicly for mm. it. Okay. But it was a form of art that, that yeah. That I, I was invited to go to uh, adult parties. And okay. I was kind of billed like almost as the entertainment, in, yeah. a, in a way, you know, they they were adult themed parties where wild and crazy people got together, and I was there if you wanted to. It, they were clothes optional. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and if you wanted something that kind of was covering your naughty bits, you could get a you could turn yourself into a tiger or a unicorn or a flames or whatever over your crotch, your girl mammaries. <laughs> my mammaries i have a friend who go, who does uh well he doesn't do it anymore but he was a caricature artist and he used to do adult parties and he'd do naughty caricatures naked he would sit there naked in like bondage gear he'd what? be doing naughty naughty awesome. caricatures of people at like a porn party do i know this person no it was one of my old roommates oh yeah, i didn't know awesome. that was a thing i never would have I didn't either. That. I didn't either. I thought it was awesome. He invited me too, but I'm like, dude, I'm shitty at caricatures. I can't do that. You yeah, should have went just for either. the for the the viewing, the the spectacle of it. <laughs> the voyeur. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, because ninety, well, probably seventy five percent of people there are kind of just, just there, there for to the watch. watch. Yes, and sure. And you watch the other twenty five percent. Just pure, cur- just pure curiosity, basically, like. I'm not going to, you know, take my clothes off, but I'm really interested to see what other people do with this kind of thing. That might be fun. Yeah. This is my dad on the podcast. What? It, well, you don't this have to keep saying that. About- <laughs> uh, uh, what did you think was going to happen, His? <laughs> what was your plan? Okay. <laughs> Maybe I, you should, like, I'm getting, I'm started drawing again because of your podcast. It was very inspirational. I've, I've been an artist most of my life, but maybe you guys could just view me as another artist that you're interviewing. I do. I was just joking. I don't feel awkward at all yet. Uh-huh. Yet. And I don't either. And, and... <laughs> As she nervously sweats. <laughs> well, no, because this is stuff we would talk about normally. Like, we talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah. stuff. Yeah. We have a pretty chill relationship. So and what kind nice, of... Now that you're an adult, I don't have to walk around and hide my body painting from you as much. Yeah. And vice versa. I mean, I don't know what you were doing when you were young, but you obviously didn't share everything with me. I found out on the podcast. <laughs> a lot of drugs. I mean, no, a lot of drugs. No kid does. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> there are, well, there are th- because they think you're going to get mad, and it's kind of like you're kind of ashamed of it. You know, you're disappointing yourself. You don't yeah. want to disappoint your parents. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't share my whole life with my parents but i mean i've told them things after the fact now that i'm like well i'm a grown-ass adult if they get mad at me now what's the worst that could happen you know yeah. i live yeah, well, on my own so exactly <laughs> and like my like he said I, we're adults it's different now like me yeah. and my dad have a secret that we said we'd take to the grave it, well it isn't even that bad though now looking back on it hmm. um but it, no. at the time it was like whoa <laughs> well uh, here's the thing at the time you were still under age Exactly. And there was a real fear that the courts could get involved and take you away from me. Yeah, and it was mostly about not sharing that accidental mishap with the opposing parent. Right. Oh, that, okay. that might press some kind of legal 
Yeah. Pain in the butt. Yeah. Well, I bet people are curious now. Should we Ooh. tell? I was gonna say, should we be talking about this? Anymore? I know what it it's... is, and I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not even a big deal now, though. Now that I'm thinking about it. And by the way, I still have the shirt. What's funny is. Man, God, I, this sounds so dirty without actually This sounds actually telling... really weird. You need to just yeah. either stop talking about it or just <laughs> tell us what the hell it is. Cause... It's not my shining moment in parenting. I'll give you that. Okay. I mean, it's whatever. But it kind of was. It was also my shining moment in parenting. And it comes right yeah. off the heels of what we're talking about is you didn't share everything with me because you were afraid I'd get mad. But I always tried to have a relationship where you could tell me anything. Yeah. And you hope you have that open communication, but some things for whether they're embarrassing or they're just, you know, not going to be proud of me, you don't share with your parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> the... so, so how old were you, do you think? I was 13, I feel. Oh, I was going to say 15, but okay. <laughs> I might have been 14. Yeah, let's go. In the Wait, well, how old was I? I don't know. A young, too young. But, um. Well, we were. We, I took. I took her. I took Hizzy to a concert. Okay. So, so I don't know if you're too young, but it was Marilyn Manson, right? It was Ozfest 2001, and Marilyn Manson was playing. Black Sabbath had gotten back together that year for just for that, I think. And I was stoked. I was like, "Oh my god, Dad, we gotta go there." That's and, actually kind of surprising, given what Manson was back then. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I loved him. Just th be a 13 year old being allowed into the venue is surprising to me. Oh yeah, it was a nut house, but um Yeah, there was, was all ca California. <laughs> they don't care. Okay. Yeah, um that's again, yeah, yeah, there was there was plenty of kids younger than Hizzy there. Wow. Huh. But the funny thing is my dad didn't have a lot of money at the time. Mm -hmm. And neither did like nobody did. So it was kind of a big deal. Like I it was I think it was the first concert I ever went to. That's uh, a cool first concert, man. Yeah, so I nice. was Doked. I was like, oh my god, best day of my life. Um, okay. And I, I remember... Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I was surprised. No, I, want, I kind of want you to tell the story. Well, at the, at there's, the there's peripheral activities. Yeah. Because um, when, you, when you get to the venue, <laughs> it was an outside amphitheater, really huge, because Ozfest. Mm -hmm. and, and they had all kinds of other attractions. They had uh, Ride the Bull, I think. Mm -hmm. um, they had a photo opportunity with a Harley and two hot chicks. Yeah, and, and you could be the meat in a lesbian sandwich on the I Harley. Uh-huh, I did that too. I was like, "This, you should see my makeup too, man." Oh my god, it was. Were a you all gothed out? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice Goth, spikes. Yeah, that's awesome. How else are you gonna show up to a Marilyn Manson concert? Exactly. Well, I just dress like that every day, but yeah, I went a little more extra for that. Sure. Um, but anyways, we each had we had like. $50 for the entire day at the concert split between us and outside they were selling these shirts for like $20 in the parking lot of uh, $40 in the concert so me and my dad were like hell yeah we got to get some t-shirts to commemorate the day so we each I think we each got a t-shirt 20 bucks each so we were $10 left for the day <laughs> and I still have the shirt by the way I still have the shirt it's from 2001 and um holy shit yeah so yeah, you we were figure out your age then yeah <laughs> yeah we were oh yeah that's true i can't do math right now but right we were um pretty bummed that we only had ten dollars so whatever we we get in and we're like oh my god best day of my life they got multiple stages Mudvayne was playing on one of the smaller oh, stages and <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like oh yes 
Are Anyways. they even still a band? I don't think so. They were cool. I liked them. Goddamn, 2001. I listened to all of that fucking music at two, mm -hmm. in 2001. I heard ads on the radio uh, for Ozfest. That that particular Ozfest, as a matter of fact. I was there. <laughs> was Puddle of Mud and like fucking... Uh, I mean, that, that was back in the heyday of... Uh, Otep Lincoln, was there, Lincoln. and it was just... They were just oh, becoming a cool. thing. They were just becoming Wait, a thing. Wait, Otep or Opeth? Otep. Oh, okay. I went to a lot of concerts back then, but I kind of remember. I think 311 might have been there, unless I'm thinking of a warp tour or something. I don't. That think seems they... like an odd choice right. for 311. Yeah, I don't think they were there. I could check the back of my shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you could. <laughs> and I feel like uh, the people that do uh, uh, Butterfly, Be My Little Baby. Oh, oh uh, yeah. You're My Sugar come, Baby. Come my baby, oh, yeah. Oh, I God, think they were what there. the hell was their name? Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about, though. Disturbed was there, and they were fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, I've heard they. Disturbed. Remember heard they what he was doing? Show. I was gonna ask you if you remembered that. that I was, do. That was awesome. And now that I look, now that I look back on it, I'm kind of like, oh, dude, come on. But at the time, I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. Well, he's still <laughs> the same way now. The, the the singer is still. Well, I guess now you have to explain what they were doing, but he he's still yeah. that guy, and I I kind of like I I kind of respect him. <laughs> for it i know but here's my question so here's what happened this is not the embarrassing okay. secret for life thing but this is what was happening while disturbed was playing there was someone down in like the front row and everyone was standing up cheering and like you know having a fun freaking out standing and there was this person who was sitting and the singer of disturbed like called this guy out publicly and was like berating him and like get the fuck out of the front seat if you're not gonna sit look at all those people in the lawn they'll take your fucking ticket if you're not gonna stand up and i was like yeah fuck that guy but now that, <laughs> now that i'm an adult i'm thinking back and i'm like what if that guy was in like a wheelchair or something i was gonna say like, like was he handicapped <laughs> did he have yeah. legs like was he yeah. a vietnam war vet you know <laughs> oh that's even better though if he didn't have legs. <laughs> no, that's so mean <laughs> Oh man! What if he Anyways. was a, like? What if he was like a little person and he was standing up? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Anyway. Anyway. All right, back to the main story here. Um. Well, so we have no money. We get in there and we spend like a couple bucks, I guess, on maybe a food or something to drink. And we're sitting on the lawn, and we these people either we sit by them or they sit by us. I don't know, but they start talking to us. And they were so nice. And me and my dad were there by ourselves. It was just us. And mm -hmm. these people like befriended us. And apparently they were loaded. They had yeah, all this money. <laughs> they might have shared their joint with me. I don't know. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure way. they shared it with me too, dad. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um, but anyways, they were really... disturbed at that point. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But at the end of the story, they definitely did. Um. So they were like buying us all this stuff, you know, they're hella generous and nice and we hang out with them on the grass and there was like a group of five of them or something. There was a few girls and a few guys and dad slipped me a beer, I think, nope. at some point. No, it wasn't you. Someone slipped me a beer. I know for sure I was drinking. <laughs> He's like, I have no recollection of this event, I was legally drinking. speaking. I, I was drinking I, at this concert. Maybe, okay. but, but not a lot. No, not a lot. But I don't think I bought a shirt. I think I saved my money for beers. Maybe you did, yeah. I, I bought a shirt. I, I don't have a shirt. <laughs> okay, it must have been just me. But anyways, um, if it, at some point I was drinking. 
And this is why I was so pissed, because I wasn't... What happened was they brought me down to help carry beers for the group back. We ran out of beer the, on the lawn. To the lawn. Yeah, So they back were going to make lawn. a beer run. And she, yeah. Hizzy wanted to go with them. And me, being the responsible parent that I am, said, sure, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> go with the strangers. Oh, boy. To get beer. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> So I'm helping these guys carry back beers. I've like got a beer in each hand and I'm just walking. I'm not drinking. I'm not even touching the stuff other than just holding it and carrying it. And some form of like security sees this happening, this little uh -huh. short kid carrying beers. And so they grabbed me and threw me in the drunk tank. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't even drinking. They just saw me carrying alcohol. And it was like, well, that sucks. I'm in the drunk tank right now. And they kicked meanwhile, us all out. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm meanwhile, on the dad. lawn. I'm on yeah, the dad. lawn waiting for he's them to come out, back. He's just yeah. out there jamming to disturb. Yes. <laughs> whoever, You're yeah. in the drunk tank and he's over there going, ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I'm oh, looking shit. around. Both entrances are to the lawn. Nobody's coming, bringing me any beer. And, and <laughs> that's the important takeaway <laughs> uh, quite a few songs go by and I decide well I better go look so you know it's a huge venue once you go out of the lawn there's you know all around the back of the amphitheater to to, to find and you know so now I'm freaking freaking out because I went to the beer closest beer area all the way around to the other side I cannot find her anywhere hmm. um, now maybe you know 30 maybe 40 minutes have passed. I'm really freaking out, not having a good time anymore at all. <laughs> Thinking to myself, well, that wasn't a very wise decision. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and it is your biggest fear as a parent, you know, your kid ends up missing. Of course. Um, so now I'm freaking out and I decide I better go to the security and have them, whatever they can do, look for or make an announcement and I have no idea. <clears throat> so I go to security. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah, we got your daughter. She's over here in the drunk tank. Well, actually, <laughs> we she's outside now. She, I guess she went to the drunk tank, but then they put her outside the venue, so she couldn't even get back in to let me know what happened. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really relieved. that. And, and at that point, I guess I, I went outside just to reunite. And once you go out, there's no back ends. So we oh, really of, we missed Black Sabbath or no, uh, yeah oh, missed Manson, Manson missed Black Sabbath missed everybody <laughs> oh. but we did get to see Lincoln Park and they rocked I didn't really like them much at that point but after I saw them live I was like fuck yeah yeah I I was admittedly and in 2001 I was super into them um, I had the same I thing I, I heard them on the radio and thought oh this is all like dj and fake in the studio stuff but then i mm -hmm. saw them actually pull it off and the drummers actually playing the stuff and the guitar players actually playing the stuff and they do yeah. have a dj but he's just scratching and they pulled it <clears> off <throat> live and i was really impressed they were pretty cool after that i'm like yep they rock and they sound yeah, so same. good on my stereo <laughs> nice anyways to finish the story uh oh. the whole the whole group of people that we were with also I don't think they were kicked out. They just, they felt so bad that they left with us and they invited us over to hang out at their place. And they had like, I think they cooked for us on like the barbecue and they had a pool. So I was like, fuck yeah. And then they shared their weed with me inside. <laughs> they were cool. So we kind of had okay. an after party instead of yeah. finishing. Well, that's cool. Concert. At least you were able to salvage, you know, mm -hmm. salvage the situation. You got a shirt. 
Well, and, Hell yeah. and and we got a memory. I mean, it, it was <laughs> our little secret that we would never tell anybody else, but we got to kind of laugh between us about. <laughs> yeah. it, it put us closer together. It did. <laughs> it was an adventure. It's that fun to look back on it now. That was not on my list of things to talk about. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's funny. It is funny. But what's funny is I was reading the questions of people that posted on the, <clears throat> if you have any questions for Hizzy's dad or whatever. And, and a lot of people said, can you tell us some embarrassing stories about Hizzy? That one's up? embarrassing. Well, it's embarrassing for me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the end of me, God. Oh, that was a good one. Because I was literally a little goth girl in the lesbian sandwich on a Harley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I don't have those pictures anymore. They were in my photo album, and that is gone with the wind. And these were like grown, like porn star, hot, yeah. bikini clad, leather chap wearing lesbians. <laughs> they were lipstick lesbians. It was and pretty funny. And I was funny. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. That was a fun day overall. She was like, dad, can I? I'm like, get out of the way, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Awesome. Awesome. Come on, Flux, you're start steering this thing. Where are we going Me? now? <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, I was, I'm just listening here. I'm a passenger on this cruise. I've heard we the pod before. When there's the awkward silence, you jump in and you get us back on the uh, fine. I was trying to think of something, but I'm not the good I'm not good at that. I was sitting here trying to think, oh God, silence, silence. What do I say? What do I do? Well, um, you said that you're an artist and that you've been doing it for for a long time. What kind of art do you do you enjoy doing? Other, I mean, you mentioned the body paint thing, but <laughs> I did enjoy that. Yeah, um, I bet that was actually just a, a a side thing because I used to airbrush T-shirts in the mall. You know, where uh, okay, you, where, where yeah, you go up and you get a couple palm trees and you put your Jim and Sally, you know, <laughs> with a heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that was fun. Cause I was, you know, like hizzy, I, I drew when I was young, normally when I should have been studying math and reading, I was drawing pictures on my folder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then I was walking through the mall one day and I said, Oh, I want to do that. And I went and talked to the guy and he said, you got any art, got a portfolio? And I didn't, but I had drawn a really cool Harley Davidson and wings on my shoe. Cause I had bands, <laughs> <laughs> I had white bands. That had no, you know, no design on them. So I had drawn this really intricate, you know, feathers and the Harley symbol. And I, I took my shoe off and I showed it to him and I got the job. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Funny. Best That's resume great. ever. Yeah. Where's your portfolio? Well, I'm wearing it. Here <laughs> Stink, it is. Stinkiest portfolio ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So, you know, and that was before computers. And I went to a, you know, a few years later, my... Uh, my other buddy who was also an artist, I went to, I was talking to him and I said, dude, you got to get into airbrushing. It's so cool because you can blend all the colors and, you know, do gradients and, and everything. And, and back then airbrush was badass. And he said, you got to get into the Mac. <laughs> and I said, uh oh, what's a Mac? <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to God, they were black and white back then. They did. They weren't even in color, but he was doing amazing graphics. 
Huh. Um, I guess you could print them in color or have you could design things that got printed in color. I don't even know. But the screen was black and white back when he got into it. And that was like yeah, ancient. But it took me years before I actually got into computer graphics after he said that. But then when I did, I'm like, oh, boy, I wish I had did this way back when he told me I should have. <laughs> What's funny is, is like years later when I got into it, I wanted to say, dude, I finally got into it on the computer. I'm doing like graphic design. He's like, oh, yeah, I do the, the, the television station, you know, the the news swipes and everything when it's the, oh, cool. time for the weather and they show the weather. And he does all the news graphics. And I thought, wow, you've made it. Wait, the, <laughs> the story actually gets better. Not for me. Um, <laughs> uh, years later, I found him again on Facebook, and he actually did the uh, he 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 his company that used to do the news now does uh, what do they call it the credit scenes the opening credits for movies and things. Oh, nice! And he did Iron Man. He did all the the the, the HUD the HUD display and Iron Man's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> all, the Holy fake, shit. all the fake computer graphics and stuff. That was his team that did that and all the opening credits and closing credits. And I'm like, you know, those are almost little movies nowadays. Yeah, that's a really good gig, man. Yeah, so now he, he's kind of a bigwig and I'm like, wow, wish I had learned how to do computer graphics way back then. <laughs> 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 no, I'm happy for him. And, and it's kind of cool to, to, to see a local kid make, make good. That you know, he cool. goes to all the... the Comic Cons and does not Comic Cons, but the the graphic expos and stuff. And he's up, he does panels and things about doing. I mean, with things. that kind of thing on your resume, you're pretty much you're you're set. You could get anything you want at that point. Yeah, and he's come a long way since, even since then. Um, yes, it's pretty cool. But back to me. Come on, let's talk more about me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, airbrushing led into the computer and then the graphic design. I've been doing that for a long time. Um, more recently, I started getting into tattoos, tattooing cool. people that, that I thought was going to be awesome. Cause I love watching all those tattoo shows. And I have a friend who said, Hey man, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you how to do it. And he set me up with a little gun and some inks and was showing me how, and I've, I've, I've been doing it about three years. I'm not very good yet. Hmm. Um, but I've always drawn and recently seeing, uh, well, I saw what, Hizzy was doing and I love her work. I, I didn't think it was for me, but again, when I say I was drawing pictures on my folder back in school, I was also drawing boobies. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> you know, that's what you do. And I'm like, well, I guess that would be fun. So recently I started drawing again and it is fun. I wish that um, I could figure out a way to earn or, or, or do some side work on it because the tattooing I was explaining to his that you got to sit in the room with those clients and their hygiene's not always impeccable <laughs> and, and, and you, and you got to sit there for three or four hours and you get in some awkward positions um, depending on where you're tattooing them or what body part they want tattooed. You also got to make small talk. Um, I do it in, I have a, I have an extra room in my house, so I do it in my house and sometimes they bring guests and I don't have hmm. a large house. Um, <clears throat> So, you know, it's just like, uh, and then when they leave, I, because I'm not, I'm still learning. I don't actually charge an hourly fee. I just say, you know, just give me a tip. And most of these people that want free tattoos, you're lucky if they tip you 20 bucks. What? <laughs> really? That's so uh, fucked. 
they're not rich people. Um, they're the kind of people that don't mind somebody learning on their skin. So, <laughs> that's I true. mean, sure, that's fine. But cool. um, my last my last client gave me forty. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty good. That's but, not bad. My dad's the one who did my Zelda hearts, and I get more compliments on that tattoo than any of my other tattoos, including the one I just got, which was like two thousand dollars. I was gonna say the heart, the Zelda heart things is like one of your defining features, in my opinion. Like yeah. I've never, I haven't met you in person, but I mean, you, I've seen photos of you, and you obviously draw your your persona, which is based on you, and those hearts are always in there. So. Oh shit! I always forgot forget to draw her tattoos. I'm. I have I've only drawn Hizzy the character like three or four times ever, and I always strategically position the hands so I don't have to do that one tattoo that's just like a bunch of writing. Oh yeah, I'm like I just I don't do even, scribbles. I, I, I don't even write it. Okay, cool. Because I'm like I don't even know what it says. I've never <laughs> seen a clear picture of it. I don't know. I don't have any references, and I really don't want to have to draw all of that. No, it's ju it's just squiggles. Okay. I mean, it's not. It's a in real quote. life. I'm sure in it's real not, life yeah. it's a quote. But when I draw it, I just like. Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. cool though. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know he was the one that did the, the uh, the hearts. Yeah, he also did my Mario knuckles, but they faded unfortunately, which is apparently super common with hand tattoos anyway. The um the one up mushrooms or whatever. Yeah, there's a one up mushroom. There's a chompy guy. A bomb cool. and a star. Oh, piranha it, plant. Sorry, not chompy guy. Do hand tattoos fade more quickly just because you you, you use them more? Or oh, like... you, got, you were getting there. Uh, I think the, it's your skin feels more on your hands than anywhere else. Quick yeah, number. and your fingers the most. I feel because I have a hand tattoo. I tattooed my own hand, and it's still there. Like it hasn't faded. It hasn't flaked. It hasn't done anything. But the knuckle ones are looking pretty ratchet. Well, and I'll, I'll admit, I mean, I was new and I didn't go very deep and I wish yeah, I maybe. did, but I was trying yeah. to be very careful, which made me go very lightly. And I was hmm. always thinking you'd come back around and I could freshen them up. If you know, you still can, but I think that actually some of them, I'm looking at them now. Some of them are like blown out. You can't really yeah. freshen up a blowout, but the ones that are faded. Yeah. We can freshen those up. Absolutely. Or I can just, you know, make big black rings around your fingers. I would be down with that. That's <laughs> the best cover up ever. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to question it. Really? <clears throat> what did it say here? Oh, it was a bad word. I had to cover it up. Right. Rhymes with <laughs> duck. <laughs> Rhymes with punt. <laughs> It was my gang name. <laughs> Can't tell you what it was. I'd have to kill you. Um, so let's segue into something else here. It's it's technically a question that someone has asked, but I mean, a lot of people ask this question, and I'm sure everybody's curious. So you mentioned that, um, you know, you you've been watching Hizzy's art, and you were inspired by that, and you've been you know doing your own thing too. So. I don't know when the first time was that you saw what Hizzy does now for her for her artwork, her career. But when you did see it, when you did find out, was it was it a shock at all or was it just kind of like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, how did that how did that how did that come off? It was cool. I mean, I, I, 
again, I think I was, I hope we always had a relationship where she could tell me anything without being ashamed or embarrassed. Um, and I would never be ashamed of her or embarrassed by her. Mm. Um, so nothing except, can I have, can I have you as a dad? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry, but (laughs) no, but you can call me daddy. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering how long it would take. You had to get that in there. Yep. Yeah. Drink. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I might take a shot. Um, she, she, I, when she lived with me, um, towards her, uh, out getting out of school, heading into adulthood, she was learning to draw. I, I, I'm, and by that, I mean, she knew how to draw, but she was learning specific styles and things. I think maybe deviant art and videos and tutorials and stuff. She wanted to up her game. Sure. And I wasn't paying super close attention, but I did like go, Oh yeah, that's nice. You know, my eyes are kind of big, <laughs> But that's anime. <laughs> yep, yep. We all start there. Right. That's true. And so she was really, really got it. After her, you know, I've devoted my life to World of Warcraft and I'm never opening the door again. <laughs> um, she finally started drawing. And, you know, again, I'm like, right on. I hope you, you know, can do something with that in the future instead of going to school or college. But whatever. Oh, and by my the- God. But, but, you know, I'm always about <laughs> how, how can you make a buck at it? Whatever it is. I don't care if you did massage or you mowed lawns or you washed cars. As long as you can make a buck at it. Because that's the way I was raised. Uh, Got to yeah. make a buck. But I didn't know she was. And I don't know if she. I don't even know if she's even told me now. But I don't think. I don't know when she started doing the adult stuff. But I didn't find out about it until she had already moved out. Mm-hmm. Um, that she was actually making kind of a career out of drawing. People were paying her for drawing, which I'm like, well, I want people to pay me to draw naked pictures. <laughs> How do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I was not ashamed or anything. Actually, I was quite proud. I'm like, right on. You turned your art into a, a business. And I'm even more so proud now because it's been so many years where, you know, you hope for the best for your kids, but you're like, oh, that's not going to work out or last long. It seems to have worked out fairly well. She seems to support herself. She hasn't had to move back in. She takes care of her pets. Uh, she pays off her car, so pays her rent. I think. I, I yeah. think it's. I think it's working out pretty damn badass. So I'm extremely proud of her for that because a lot of people in this world can't find a way to not, you know, have to work for the man or support themselves. Kind of yeah. doing, kind of doing what you love until I heard the podcast and you can't stand it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a break. I just need a break. Yeah, and you're gonna and you're gonna get a nice one uh, coming up this fall. So I'm I'm really happy you're gonna be able. Hopefully, to yeah. I take hope some goes... take some me time. So. Yeah. Oh no, don't hope so. It's gonna happen. You're you're getting your break. You're getting it whether you like it or not. Yeah. So. Because um, God knows like, you work your ass off. Let's let's be real here. You and Mike work your fucking asses off for this company so yeah yeah take that break do the thing i'm getting a break i'm getting a break tomorrow and and that's it i'm getting a day but i'm taking that day god damn it (laughs) so um well that's really that's really fucking cool to hear though like to, to i think everybody has this idea in their head that you know, maybe it's tied to what what social media or just the media in general feels at this moment in history about adult 
stuff. You know, everyone's like, oh, can't can't show that, can't talk about it, blah, blah, blah. So it's really cool to see, you know, especially a parent, someone in your position, have that kind of pride. Um, that's rad. As someone, yeah. as I'm speaking as someone who didn't have that level of support, uh, especially when I first started this, you know, my, my, my parents were very like, I don't know, are you sure you can make a living out of this? Yeah, we want you to be happy, but at the same time, I don't know if this is realistic. Why don't you be a doctor? You're smart. Why don't you go to <laughs> go to medical school or be a lawyer or, you know, I, and I know parents want their kids to be happy and successful and, you know, um, able to support themselves and blah, blah, blah. So I realize that's where my folks were coming from, but I tried that route and, and I... I you know, sure, I had the grades and shit for it, but it was like I was miserable. I, I hated every second of it. So, um, for for yeah. for Hizzy to be able to pursue her passions and for you to support her in that, that's that's awesome. Well, and I think it's it sounds to me like you have also found that uh, way to make a career path out of doing what you enjoy. And your yeah, parents, your yeah. parents probably are proud of you, even though they may not be uh, thrilled by subject matter. They're probably proud of you as a as a offspring of theirs doing I, well <laughs> yeah I, th I think that's the only reason they tolerate it is because i've i've been able to make a living out of it um if i was still you know super struggling and coming to them every every month being like hey can i have money for rent or you know blah, blah, i think they'd be way less supportive but um, <laughs> well and the same you know i can honestly you know say the same thing about his if if she wasn't doing well which we all want our kids to do well I would be a little disappointed. I'd probably say, hey, why don't you go get a real job? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes I think that anyway, just if, if, if the pressure is too much, it, it would be no different than, uh, you know, if you had a regular job and you were not loving it, you were hating it, and you were depressed about it, I would say, well, go work at Taco Bell or Starbucks if it's more fun. Mm -hmm. um, you got to love what you do. Not every day. But, like, I, I always compare everything to the scales. And it doesn't matter if you're at work or if you're in a relationship with the person you love. If the scale's balancing, you know, good versus bad, and the bad is outweighing the good more often than not, you got to change. You got to change something. If you're in a relationship and it's mostly bad, it might be time to look around or get out of that relationship. And if you're in a job that's mostly bad... 60% of the time or 51% of the time because most things in life if you want to have a good life they should be good 75% or 90% of the time that mm -hmm. then you're going to have a decent happy life <laughs> but if you're always yeah. on the, the heavy end of, of not having fun you, you, you probably should make some changes sure so you know solid advice. let's not get preachy let's go back to comedy Badoom. doom well, let's uh, let's segue into something else here real quick. All right. Um, you mentioned that you're also a musician, correct? I am. So I, I, I was thinking about that. I don't want to give out my band name because I'm. I, I told you I'm starting to maybe dabble in becoming a lewd artist. Gotcha. And I don't want to cross the two together. But I I've been playing music my whole life. I've been in many different iterations of bands that never went anywhere and i'm now in another one that's probably never gonna go anywhere um but you enjoy it right absolutely it's the it's the i'm 90 percent happy it's and, the journey right. <laughs> there you go there you go yeah yeah it's fun what it would you be more, 
It's the journey, not the destination. Right. Yeah, I wish I could have found a way to, to make a living at it. But then I I don't know. I mean, sometimes when you make a living at what you enjoy, you don't enjoy what you're doing as much. Yeah, it changes it for sure. It, it, changes. it does. Yeah, we I think we covered that on the show, but it, it absolutely uh, that changes everything about it, really. Like, not just your mental perception of it, but... Um, like the the quality of the work itself tends to change a little bit too. Sometimes for the better, sometimes not. And but. sometimes I think that not making it has been a blessing in disguise. Have either of you guys seen the movie or the the yeah, I guess it's a movie on Netflix called Dirt about Motley Crue? Uh uh-uh. uh No. Oh wow. Okay. Well, because that was my life when I was young. They 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 were wild and crazy when they were young, and they didn't handle it very well when they got the success. I probably mm. would have done the same thing, and I would be you know worse for wear because of it i wasn't that yeah. smart when i was young <laughs> yeah well, well none of us were i mean i don't know the story but i can i can take a guess because i've seen you know kind of the rise and fall i mean we all have seen the rise and fall of a lot of musicians over the years that will you know whether they're a one-hit wonder or a band that's been around 20 years you hear the life stories of these folks that were in the bands and it's a wild ride. You know, some of them, some of them come out the other end and they're like, yeah, this, this was a really fun time and I'm glad. And other people, you know, some of them don't even make it. Yeah. You know, look at fucking Kurt Cobain or any number of musicians who have, you know, not made it. So yeah, it's a hard, it's, it's a hard uh, lifestyle. Yeah. And, and it's hard to get, you know, crazy groupies, crazy amounts of money, crazy amounts of drugs when you're young and not have it, and be responsible with it. Yeah. <laughs> I would not want that temptation. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even want that now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would take the money and, 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 and I, I wouldn't be as tempted by the drugs and the, well, maybe the groupies. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, come on now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how true this is. I'm, I don't pretend to, to know everything, but I've heard stories whether they're true or not, that people that have gotten into the music industry or just the entertainment industry in general, whether it's Hollywood or whatever, um, like there's a certain level of pressure from people who have been in the industry for a long time or whatever that like, you know, you, you take a taste or you get out. Like you're making the rest of us nervous if you don't, you know, don't try this drug or if you don't go to this party or, you know, there's there's certain level of like, if you're not doing what the rest of us are doing, then get then the you fuck don't out belong. of here. Exactly. And, right. and again, well, I, I can't attest. that's peer pressure, right? It is, but it's an industry peer pressure. It's, yeah. it's people who have sway that could destroy your entire career unless you do what everyone else is doing. And I don't know if maybe I'm just seeing the, you know, made for TV movie version of this whole situation and it's not actually real or if this is an actual thing. But it, it, it does make me curious, like, you know, that sounds like it could be a real thing. There is definitely a seedy underbelly to, you know, entertainment in general. Absolutely. Um, Even with... Hizzy... Go ahead. Go... No, I was just going to say, Hizzy, you and I are the seedy underbelly, at least to the uh, to the art, <laughs> the yeah, art side I, of things. <laughs> I know, and it sucks to feel that way because here's, here's a... Uh, I may have brought this up before. I know I've brought it up to you at least Bro- once. I don't know if we... Yeah, I don't know if we brought it up yeah, I don't know if we've brought it up on the co- podcast, <laughs> but um, I feel like 
I'm in, we're in our own league and we're not allowed to leave it. So for example, like we had an idea to get, I won't name them, but a certain person who isn't involved in this business at all on the podcast. And I was like, there's no way that's going to work. I can't, I don't feel like I can even approach them with that, even though, you know, they're a friend now. and Because it, it, it could would... potentially damage their career. Exactly. And I also yeah. feel this stigma, like sometimes I feel like I want to retweet someone's art who it's a beautiful piece of work and it's safe for work. But I know that my followers like to get freaking annoying and I don't want to like blight this person with that. Like it's like a league of our own. It's like we stay in our lane. But it makes me feel well, uncomfortable to approach other artists who aren't in the adult industry because their worlds are so separate. Yeah, and there there's a, a huge amount of truth to that. There there are people, entertainers, influencers, whatever you want to call them, you know, on YouTube and just artists in general that I, I love. I I practically, you know, worship their work. I'm like, my God, you're so amazing. Or yeah, you, you, you've made a career out of this where no one else has. And you've, you've done the impossible and you've I know become exactly, an icon. I know exactly who you're talking about right now. And I can't <laughs> approach them because, yeah, the because the, if, if they associate with people in our particular industry, it's a black mark on their own career. Exactly. And that literally happened to me with the exact person you're talking about. Re I thought that person refollowed you via a different account. A secret account. Okay. But like, that's the thing. They are not allowed to follow me on their main account. Yeah. Because of how it looks. And that just makes me feel like a big bag of shit. And it makes me feel like gross and ashamed and like, what the fuck? That's the shitty part. I understand completely why they do it. And oh, me I, too. I don't, I don't. I don't blame them. But no. at the same time, it's like it that just re mentality. It. Yeah, it's perpetuating that mentality that we are we are dirty. We are yeah. tainted people that can yes. bring you down somehow. You know. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry for bringing this. We segued real hard yeah, onto something did. else here. Yeah, you guys but, went um, deep on that. But I'll tell you, as an artist, I, I'm gonna. I'm a huge comic book fan, so I have a lot of favorite artists that are in the mainstream, you know, art world. Is this working? Yep, we can. Okay. Hear you. Um, I I'm gonna share their things on the Twitter. I'm gonna share mm -hmm. the the images I like of uh, Phoenix from the X Men, or or you know, if it's uh, Old Man Logan and some of my favorite artists. And I don't think they're going to be offended that if I draw lewd art, I'm sharing their art because it's always a compliment to get retweeted. And I don't expect them to share Acknowledge my art it. on their page. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, and I and I tell you, when when artists when you're when you're learning how to draw, everybody draws the human figure with the naughty bits. You learn how to draw breasts yeah. and 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 you know the, the male genitalia is on most models when you're drawing them so they've all they're not offended the artists themselves but what you guys are speaking to it's probably their 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 uh overlords their employers and things that 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 would yeah. would be offended that they don't oh, absolutely they don't exactly. rock that boat <clears throat> absolutely especially the person in particular that his and i were just you know mentioning like i know for a fact that that person has no issues with lube stuff whatsoever no and he actually said that he's like it's not by my choice it's by the superiors above me they don't want me following you on this account and i was like god damn it that, yeah. that makes sense though again and in and, and it also makes sense that, that you guys both of you could have a safer work account 
Oh, I do. But it could actually be under your same name. Uh, yeah. No, it's not the same name, but the problem is, like, yeah, I use it sometimes. I don't really, haven't used it in a long time, but it's like rebuilding from the ground up. It you is. Know? And I link to it from my adult Twitter. I've, I've stumbled but... across it. I don't think that you want all your current followers on that account anyway. And it is, I don't it is like starting from the ground up, though. I'll give you that. And I don't yeah. have time for it. That's true. That's the that's the yeah. problem. I, I have so much to keep track of already that even thinking about another Twitter account right. or just another social media account in general is daunting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't I can't I can't be bothered. And again, it's because you guys do this for your living. This is your job. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> if, it was, if you were just one of the fans, you could do it all. Oh, yeah. Yep. And and yep. so could them, the artists that you're referring to. They if they could join Twitter on a different thing they could like your page without their employers getting mad at them yeah well, well that's for, what he did but for the- for me like and i'm sure for hizzy too and, and whoever else but like it's not just it's not just that i want the acknowledgement of these people i mean sure that'd be nice but that's not that's not my goal i you see people in the industry working together on projects and collaborations and and guest spots and stuff all the time and i i always see that especially it's it's especially exciting when it's two people that I watch separately and suddenly you see them working together on something out of out yeah. of the blue. And I'm like, my God, that's so cool. And it's really awesome because most of those people live over in L.A. and they can just, you know, they see each other all the time or they run into each other at conventions or whatever. But like, I can't. You know, you'll never we, be invited. I will never be one of those people that's invited to do that. It doesn't matter if I'm amazing at artwork it, it wouldn't matter if i was god tier it doesn't matter artwork. if you had millions of followers are, are either yeah. of you familiar with milo uh manara no no he's a super famous adult artist from i want to say french france one of those european artsy fartsy dudes that draws a lot of sexy sexy women naked and he puts out his own graphic novels one of them was like Golivera, where it was Gulliver, okay. but she was a chick and all the little tiny little pushins and stuff oh, it was like Gulliver's travels yes. kind of thing yeah okay. but it's a sexy big girl but you know okay um but he was very famous for me growing up because he did the naughty stuff and the, you know you couldn't buy his stuff at the local spinner rack you had to order it either you know mail order or go to one of those adult bookstores that's not a magazine what? shop not an adult go, go behind the curtain yeah, yeah yeah and it was very hard and, and to, to where i'm going with this is now he's actually drawing x-men comics wow so he did Lucky cross him. over because his art was so desirable and you know marvel is is well now they're owned by disney but they open their doors and, and i'm sure dc does too to artists that are not necessarily back in the old days when they had the comics code and everything was goody two shoes they, they take chances yeah. they, they the indie comic thing is huge no you know not very often do you see a a girl breastfeeding on the cover of a magazine that's a comic book and 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 saga has that going on oh yeah there's lots of sex in saga <laughs> right right and you get that at the regular comic book store now so you know times are changing and and i i, I can see adult artists uh intertwining with regular artists for non-adult work if their art is on par but i also yeah. think that you guys have an industry where your followers would get real excited if you worked on something with doxy 
or if Flux and Deson put something together, or Izzy and Muse did a thing. I think that the fans you have would be just as excited as the ones you guys are talking about with the mainstream artists getting together. You're probably right. Um, and, and we do. We, we do little mini collab things occasionally. Um, I guess maybe part of part of my, oh man, you know, kind of thing about this is um, it's, it's, it's an unknown. It's something completely new. Um, you know, wor working with someone that you've never worked with before, or, you know, I, of course I admire my, my colleagues, especially the people you just mentioned, but there's always going to be that, that other, that, that fish or that dream person out there that you're like, oh, I followed this person for 10 years and <laughs> I've seen every video they've ever put out and, and God, it'd be so cool to meet them or well, possibly work with absolutely. them, you know? And it's not only that, like, yeah, we can collab all day, but we can only collab within our world. Yeah. Well, that's what sucks. To, to use an analogy, think of it like musicians, you know, can Paul McCartney play bass on the new Rob Zombie album? Sure. Do they have the same following? Not at all. <laughs> but it, yeah. but it technically doesn't hurt Rob's uh, fan base, and it really doesn't hurt Paul's fan base, even though they're vastly, vastly different. Yeah, I but, think a lot of people would be scratching their heads, but they'd say, "Yeah, okay, sure, well, I'll listen." That, yeah. But that's allowed. Whereas the person we're talking to has a mixed fan base of all ages, so we wouldn't be allowed because we well, have a fan base you of a particular you wouldn't age. Be allowed to draw lewd. You would be if, right. if you knew the guy well enough. You may be allowed to draw characters or you know fully clothed things. You right. could collab with him, and it might, you know. Again, it's I'm anyway. We spend a lot of time on this, but there are yeah. adult <laughs> artists doing X Men comics at at the present. Yeah. So well, and, that's and, pretty cool. Well, one of the other things to consider um, that's that that crossover from from lewd to non lewd is much more. Uh, of a rare occurrence in America. Now, were right. you to go over to Japan, um, that's where most of, like, the majority of their famous artists start. Like, they start doing doujins. They start doing hentai and, and naughty stuff. And then the, but the industry over there doesn't mind. Like, that that's right. not the same taboo right. there that it is here. So over there, they're just like, Oh yeah, you successfully done this art project that happens to be hentai. Sure, you can come on to this other project that doesn't even involve lewd stuff, and it's not seen as you weird. know, uh, 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 yeah, weird or exactly. So we spent enough time on this, but needless to say, I, I hope you know, I hope that times are indeed changing for the better, um, and that this mentality, this this puritanical 1950s thing, slowly fades. Um, I hope so too, but it doesn't seem like it. I mean, look what just happened to Tumblr, for God's sake. It, yeah. It's more fun when the people that are squeaky clean have scandals than the people that are yeah. super dirty get clean. That's not exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. People don't. People like the fall from exactly. grace. They don't like to see the return to grace. <laughs> um, so. I don't know if you have any more questions for me. I wrote out a little list of things, uh, topics and things that I have in front of me and and I'll, I would go through them quickly. I know we're getting short on time. It's not it's a fire away. It's not a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's not a lot. I just was, you know, I wanted to have something prepared. Yeah, there's That's no great. time limit here. Um, so we talked about tattoos. Um, 
I have here rent, written down influences, and that leads into recognizable style, which his wanted to talk about earlier in the show we never got back to. Right. So, and again, I don't know, like, maybe I'm your guest, but I want to come on more like your your followers, because I have all kinds of questions for you guys. I don't want to turn it into a necessarily an interview, but being a new person into the adult art industry or the adult art, you know, fan base, I have all kinds of questions, because you guys, I've been listening to the podcast, and you make a lot of references. Sometimes I know them, sometimes I don't know them, sometimes I have to look them up, and sometimes there's not an answer for them because they're inside jokes. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh boy here comes the chicken skin yeah no i got the, you explained the chicken skin you didn't explain the eggs and that's fine oh god <laughs> <laughs> no i understand it like came from a role-playing game you guys were doing one night and but you didn't explain it why so it was fun you guys laughed but i didn't get the joke but that's not even what Aww. i'm bringing it up do you guys have influences um that that kind of made you want to do this or, or or get into it that you follow that you that they're they're doing it made you want to be that type of person do you understand what i'm saying with that question yeah and who, who got you into it who, who did, uh, yeah who's your influences oh my god uh hizzy do you want me to go or do you, do you care i don't have an answer because like i said in the past this happened to me by accident okay i didn't have an influence you, I don't I don't think that's entirely true. I feel like you definitely like you you were aware of other hentai artists before you got into this. Surely no. there were No. What? Nope. None. So no here's one. what happened. I was grinding up on DeviantArt, you know, trying to see if I can get a commission. I think one person ever from DeviantArt commissioned me and it was like $30. And I was like, this is bullcrap. Hey, so, man, uh, that's that's big money for DeviantArt. That uh, I know. Must, have, so been, must have been before DeviantArt points were a thing. It was. It was. But um, you can say bullshit on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> what did I say? Bullcrap. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> This is a Christian podcast, okay? Oh, yeah. Um, but I drew just one day just for funsies. I don't remember what inspired it. It was mine and Landon's World of Warcraft characters at the time. And I didn't even draw it, like, super, super, like, really raunchy or anything. It was just two girls kissing with a little wetness on the fingers. And I was like, this is so cute. But I can't post this on DeviantArt. So I went yeah. and I started Googling. I'm like, where can I post my adult art? Where can I post hentai art, uh, hentai gallery upload, blah, blah, blah. And I came across on a Google search. I came across Hentai Foundry. And I made an account. So you did and know, I noticed, you knew it was called hentai, the dirty stuff. I did. Oh, of course. Okay. Of course I knew that. Um, so I made an account. I posted the picture and I realized it didn't get approved automatically. I'm like, okay, that's weird. And so it said something about go to the forums if you need help with your art. And so I went to the forums and I posted. I was like, does this artwork look okay? What can I do to make it better so that I can have it be posted online publicly? And I got a couple critiques. And I remember the most valuable critique that I got was from Sparrow. Really? Yeah. Sparrow is an OG, dude. This was back. Oh, in I like, know that. This was back in like 2008. Let me tell you. Um, so he gave me God a couple damn. tips. 
I fixed everything he said and I posted it again and I got him to do a double check and he's like, wow, I can't believe someone on the forums actually took critique and fixed what was wrong. It looks amazing and you are amazing. And I was like, oh my God, cool. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I just posted it up and that was the first thing I ever posted and that's how this happened. I was never like, this never was supposed to be a thing on purpose. I just drew a, a picture that was a little bit adult, had nowhere to post it posted online and I got people who were like hey will you do a commission for me and I was like what the hell so I was like hell yeah and then I just went in deep into it and then here I am so that opened the floodgates yep um so let me get this straight before that I mean you didn't know who Sparrow was before (laughs) that you didn't you didn't know Doc Graveling you didn't like so you knew of artists Surely you had some artistic influences here and there, but oh, they yeah. weren't. I knew of but artists. they weren't hentai artists. Yes, exactly. I had a lot of wow. influences of artists back in the day who influenced my art, but not my career path or my hentai art. I still don't really seek out hentai art. I don't really. It's fine. Wow. I'll take it or leave it, but it's not my go-to. See, I, I, my experience was the complete opposite. I, I sought it out. And, oh. you know, I just just as your dad was saying earlier, like when you're a teenager, you're growing up and you're in school and you're doodling on your notebooks and stuff. Of course, I would, you know, go to the back of my notebook where I wasn't turning in work and I'd doodle boobies and stuff I wasn't supposed well, to I be. Well, I did that too, know, but mostly doodling. just because it was funny and my friends were laughing. I thought it was a blast. I was like, hey, look what I drew. <laughs> Boobs. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, on my in my own free time or whatever, that was the 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 early baby steps of the Internet back then. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I found real fast what the Internet's famous for. And, you know, I started looking up artists and I, I discovered what hentai was. And I was like, whoa, OK, cool. So like some of my earliest influences was like Zone. And oh, you know, that was yeah. I mean, and he's still going to this day. It's amazing. Yeah. How he's still an icon in, in this industry. What's his name? Um, his name is Zone. Um, his his website, uh, what he's most famous for. Uh, was Zone Archive. I don't know if it's still that. Yeah, it but is. That, okay. Wow. But that's you gotta, a long running you gotta pay. It's pretty expensive too. Is that still a hentai key thing or is hentai that a different key, thing? Yeah. But he's got some stuff online for free too. I mean, you don't have to... Well, he was... Wanna... Ba- back in the day before that was his main thing, uh, he was very active on Newgrounds. And um, you probably can still find some of his stuff on Newgrounds for free. Um... Unless he's taken it down, but Zone Zone was one of those people. Um, even the people that I had like art books and shit, like you find out that again, like I said earlier, they did hentai before mm-hmm. those art books, or they did hentai on the side for Dojin projects or something. So like there was a there was an artist that I really admired at the time named Satoshi Urushihara, and um, he uh, he did a series that was popular at the time called Plastic Little. And it was borderline hentai. I don't think it went all the way, but it was very suggestive. (gasps) Yeah, I had a little manga book, and I swear to God, it was Sailor Moon. It was in Japanese. Mm -hmm. It didn't have a cover. There was no cover art for it. Mm -hmm. And it was really skirting the boundary of adult. And I was young. I was like 12 12 years old. And I was like, whoa, what the hell? And I just remember specifically this one comic frame where... This guy picked up like one of the sailor's panties that she had dropped on the ground and it was like a close up of him looking at it and there was like some wetness and he strung it between his fingers. And I just remember that. I'm like, what the hell? This is Sailor Moon. My childhood. Yeah. 
But again, Japan, they don't, they yeah. don't care. Uh -huh. That's normal for yes, over there, is. you know. Like, people grow up with it, and they're just like, yeah, what? what? Uh -huh. who, who cares, <laughs> you know? Over here, it's like, oh, I never, you know? Uh -huh. <laughs> but, um, so, so anyway, uh, you know, we all know Zone. We all, uh, I didn't know Doc Graveling before I got into the industry, but he was one of the first people I met when I did. And cool. he was he was a stand up dude, and uh, you know we got along swimmingly. Um, I'm how cool! To think of we other... should get Doc on the podcast. Or how cool would it be if we got Zone? I can't even imagine him. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think he even knows who I am. I don't even but... think he has a voice. <laughs> <laughs> Never I mean, that'd be amazing. I agree. That'd be kick ass. But I, I it, if you ask Zone, like, hey, do you know Anime Fox? I mean, he's gonna be like, who? He doesn't have no. to know. You know by the way. <laughs> You, you get kissed more often if you ask more often. So it doesn't hurt to ask. Okay. And you just tell these guys, hey, I would like to interview on my podcast. And they say, awesome, we'd love to talk. Because it's it's a compliment. It's uh, flattering to be asked. So right. it yeah, doesn't hurt true. to ask. And you don't have to, yeah. To, the, the, we don't have to worry about the, him being offended because he's in our industry. Right. And, and, yeah. the, and then he knows you. He may not know you now, but then the next time you go to... Uh, convention and you say hey there's zone and you were on our podcast so say oh yeah let's collaborate <laughs> <laughs> oh, or hey fucking, you're that guy sick. who asked me to be on your podcast that one time yeah, and i yeah, said yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> i said thanks but no thanks but he remembers you now yeah i feel like hizzy i feel like you are more known in this industry and i mean you've been in it for to what 2008 2009 uh-huh so i mean you've been at, been at this game for 10 years now oh so. god don't remind me Ugh. yes <laughs> and with i just imagine you with a cigarette in your hand and like a thousand yard stare like uh seen some shit man i'm an old but, leather shoe <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I i feel like i don't know he would probably know who you are maybe um yeah we should ask, though. Your dad's right. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Well, like, yeah, you should ask all the people in the industry that they they like exposure and it drives business for them. Well, he doesn't need it, but yeah. Well, he's he's doing just fine. Well, it's, he's but, like basically um, he's basically the godfather of the industry. It sounded the like to me when you guys yeah. had Doxy on, you guys were a little bit in awe, and he was kind of a big fish to catch. He yeah. is a big. He's a big deal. Even I mean, he's been a big deal for for years. But, I thought he would say no. <laughs> So that's cool. Yeah. He said yes, and that's what I'll, that's all I'm saying. Uh, doesn't hurt True. to try. You're right. You are second, absolutely right. right. Second question I have: um, Are we wrapping that one up? On influence? Sure. sure. Um, yeah, we can move on. Recognizable style. I'm really new to this uh, lewd art. I can't tell one anime artist from another. Um, very difficult for me, and I'm just learning. I can't pronounce all those names. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm. I've, I'm literally like three months in, so brand spanking new. Um, I didn't think I would be able to tell Hizzy's art from anybody else's art. And now, I, I mean, now I think I could probably recognize Nalika versus, you know, three months ago, just another anime looking character. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, but recently, because I was looking for influences of what to draw. And I remember how his, he got started was just by looking at other art and learning how to do the eyes and how to do the hair. And I've been kind of trying to follow that myself. So I stumbled across hentai foundry 
Mm-hmm. Part of it was because you guys talked about it on the uh, podcast also. And as I was looking through some, you know, I don't want to try to learn some of the crappy art. I want to learn from the best art. <laughs> if I'm going to learn, I'm going to pick the ones that I think are the are the slickest, the cleanest, the coolest. And I was scrolling down one of the contests and there's one and I'm go, this looks something like his would draw. And I looked at it and it was tap, tap, fap. Oh yeah! Oh my God! <laughs> was it something? Was it her? Her artwork? It was her uh-huh. artwork. And, That's great. And I was really amazed. I'm like, holy cow! I recognized her art style. That was kind of cool. That is cool. cool. Um, so that, that was, was fun. That yeah. was, you know, kind of exciting for me because I, I recognized the face style, and it's not even exactly your style, but it yeah, uh, it was... it's not your 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 high finished, polished, uh, you know, portraits or pinups but it was a uh, because it was kind it was of cell shaded yeah it was in the game style but i guess i could recognize it and i thought that was really cool that's really cool too especially because it's not my usual right wow because i always look at my art and i'm like man i can't tell something i did a few years ago to what i do now because i feel like i change all the time because i get really bored so i try new things and i i feel like my style's always evolving but i guess it still has like the same foundation Regardless well, I of think, the, the stuff on top, I guess. I feel like that's probably almost every artist in existence. I mean, we all... We're staring at this shit for hours every day. And, like, I don't think most of us really look at our own stuff and say, I have a style. And this, <laughs> is what that, this is what that style is. You know, like, me, especially me, I look at my stuff and I'm like, I mean, I know what led up to this style, but... I don't know if I'd be able to pick this out if I didn't know my own stuff. And then, you know, I hear stuff like what your dad just said. And they're like, oh, yeah, I, I could spot your stuff in a heartbeat. I'm like, really? I cool. can, too. I can, too. Because it's still anime, but there's something very unique about it. I, it might be the noses. I might also okay. start be starting to recognize your style more and differentiate okay. it from, from regular uh, hint, uh, anime. Regular anime. Yeah. 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 You're a little more okay. stylistic. Which, in a good way, you're a little more polished than a lot of it is. And also, I think yeah. I, I just did that inside joke thing where we all went, oh, but I didn't explain it, is there was a contest on Hentai Foundry for develop a video game cover, a fake video yes. game cover. And I was mm-hmm. enjoying those. I was scrolling down them because, you know, I wanted to enter contest too, but I'm not good enough for one. And this was a really old contest. Yeah. And, and and I was just yeah, saying like as I went down five years ago. one picture after another picture after another picture, I got to the one that and then I said, Oh, that kinda looks like something his would draw and and it was. So I was really <laughs> and then I clicked on the portfolio of of the Hentai Foundry his act site. And there was only like five or six pictures I think left there. But one Wait, of them what? Wait, what? There wasn't very many. Were you logged in? Oh, you gotta adjust your filters. Uh, probably. Uh, I don't know how to do that either because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to do that. So I'm probably missing a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, they basically, they have a lot of filters in place. So if you're just like, oh, I hate this kink or I hate blah, 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 then you it, it just doesn't show up by default. What's funny is so. the, the way they ask the question is very confusing. If you don't, if you don't want to see it, you click the box. Or if you do want to see it, do you click the box? Okay. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not... I wouldn't even care if it was scat, but I don't know if I'm supposed to click it or not click it. So I don't know if I'm seeing it or not seeing it. 
Yeah. I I want to say if it's got a checkbox, then you will see it. But I, I haven't been too. on. But the, I haven't been on HF in in a, over a year now. So I who knows. And besides your individual websites, is that still the hip? place or is there something more nowadays uh, for it's artists? like the only place right now currently unfortunately yeah it, it's the only gallery site where there's any semblance of community uh the rest is left up to different social media outlets now that used to be tumblr until they nuked everybody and we have so, a site in development but it's yes in development so it's not ready yet yeah it's it's going into beta but that's still nowhere near you know public yet but um Right now, like Twitter and some people are getting away with Instagram accounts. I don't know how they're doing that. Um, and 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 HF. That's that's kind of oh, the Newgrounds. only names in town. Well, okay, yeah, you're right, Newgrounds. And that was they came back with with a vengeance, but only because of the uh, only because the Tumblr, Tumblr. Yeah, the Tumblr Exodus really fucked a lot of people. So what's Newgrounds? So, is that a regular social media site or is that a? It's a gallery it's... site, but it allows it allows everything. It's not tailored to hentai or adult art, but they allow it there. Gotcha. It's it's tailored towards artwork in general. And with, videos. With a, yeah, with a small emphasis on animation because that's where a lot of today's top animators got started and got all yeah. their uh, you know got noticed. Is it yeah. similar to deviant art? ish it's not as um i don't know the right word to use here it's 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 not as much of a dumpster fire yeah that's a good way of putting it <laughs> right all right i'm with you um yeah i i if you've never been on newgrounds uh i would recommend it it's it's a fun site i mean even if you're just looking around for the purpose purpose of entertainment it's it's, it's a, a little good confusing site. and kind of loud i would say but it's it's a good site yeah. i don't use it enough i'm Oh God, I got way too many websites to use. I forget. So I have an account that I'm sitting on, but I haven't actually added my stuff to it yet. Oh. I just figured I need to. We already have to post our stuff so many places. It's like, ah, oh, there's yeah. another right, one. But you don't and... want to lose the name. You don't want someone else, someone else to yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So on my little list of um, things, I have one that we were, I think we were talking about it earlier before we did the podcast, and it, but I don't remember what it refers to, but it says drinking friends. Drinking, drinking friends. friends. Are you maybe talking about the drinking uh, video game streams we used to do? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't figure out what that note was for. Drinking um. friends. Yeah, I don't know. No idea. Unless uh, it's our Overwatch drunk streams. Those, that's a long time ago. I have one here Those that says fun. embarrassing stories. And I th <laughs> I think that was because a lot of people on the Discord and on Twitter said, Are, do you have any embarrassing stories you can tell us about his? <laughs> do you? No, but yes, but no. Well, Too personal? No, it's not too personal. I don't know that I, I have anything that I would... That would embarrass you or that I would want to embarrass you with. Again, it goes back to there's nothing you really do that I find embarrassing or I'm I'm not easily embarrassed these right. days. Yeah. I have yeah. some cute stories from when you were little that the fans might think are cute if you want me to share one or two of those. Um Okay. Why don't you do one of those and then we'll segue into um questions asked by by the fans oh okay um well we can get through my dad's list and first. this might be one of them this might be oh, one okay. of the, no the questions no from the fans and i don't know it's not embarrassing but when you were young when when his was young she would uh stay with grandma in lieu of daycare 
while I was at work. And apparently she would watch Home Alone quite often. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I know the story. (laughs) (laughs) And while the grandma was out doing some shopping, uh, his was in the little shopping cart with little feet hanging through. And they go through the checkout line and the person behind the counter tells grandma, here's your change. <laughs> oh no, I know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. And this is like like four or five. She's all, keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh man. That was Aww. awesome. And I don't even know if the person behind the counter got the reference because it was still a brand new movie. It wasn't like a cult classic yet. <laughs> Um, that was pretty That's funny. Great. The other time, awesome. similar to that, and just real quickly, almost the same story. I was pushing her through the cart one time, <laughs> same store, <laughs> and this is, God, I want to say early nineties. I can't think. Yeah, you were probably four or five, and piercings weren't really a big thing yet. They were becoming a thing, but they weren't like late nineties where everybody was pierced, engaged. This was, right. piercings were still like kind of new. So you didn't see them very often, but the girl at the checkout stand had a nose piercing. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And I'm pushing his through in the cart and we do our transaction. And as we're getting ready to leave, his says, daddy, look, that girl has a ring in her nose, just like a cow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, adorable. I have never had a filter. Oh, that was awesome. That'd be great if it was the same checkout uh, cashier from both times, yeah. and like as as you're wheeling Hizzy out this last time, the girl's like, "Fucking hate that kid." I, know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember one when I was really little, about that age, and I think it was when we lived in the back house, maybe. Um, and you came and you scooped me up, and you had kind of like a scruffy beard, and I scratched under your chin, and I said, "Hee, just like a kitty," and I was like scratching it. Oh, yeah, those I remember are that. Those are precious memories. Those are cute stories. <laughs> now you're old, and you draw porn and chicks with crosses in their coochie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cute. not cute anymore. It's not cute anymore. Uh, two more quick ones on my list, and then we can get to the questions because uh, I'm. I'm in the process of making a bingo drinking game card for Pillow Fort Pub that I'm going to post. Oh awesome. Um, these are some, P- and you please, guys, sh- please share that when you, when you make oh, it. Oh, absolutely. And please share with me if you have any that you want to add to it. But quickly, I have uh, Hizzy missed the intro. <laughs> <laughs> that is every single time. You'll be drunk by the freaking start of the show. <laughs> I have Hizzy saying, I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Flux yeah. does a voice. Yeah. You know, I haven't heard That's a voice on this often. one. What a drag. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. <You> <laughs> not to put you on the spot. No, don't put me on the spot. Not yeah, to, exactly. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, if anybody wants to share any other ones for the card, they can uh, direct mail me or DM me or whatever that's called on Twitter. Cool. Uh, and then last but not least, big happy birthday to Flux. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. I hope your day is awesome. I and I hope it's involved with all kinds of goodness, just not work. Yeah, yeah. that's that's my number one. Um, How did you know it was his birthday? He pays attention. I pay attention, man. Whoa. <laughs> 
I mean, okay. I did mention it in the Discord. Yeah, so, I'm in the Discord. Know, I follow him on thing. Twitter. I am a, a, what do you call it, a subscriber to all of your sites. Because if you subscribe to one, you get them all. What a deal. Yep. Yep. That is a deal. <laughs> that is a deal. Hey, go to uh, Koopa.net or whatever. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> Dot ink. Oh, okay. And no, not even that. <laughs> you got, God damn okay. it. What is our, I don't know our own site. Add it to the to the drinking game. Flux messes up. Yeah. The... <laughs> Fuck up a link. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God, I, I I was going to do a bit at the very beginning of this podcast. I was gonna lead in with like a fake sponsorship, <laughs> <laughs> like like gargle.my.nuts.org or something, and be like, you know, clitter. use the promo, use clitter. the promo code. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, glitter. God, I forgot about that. Glitter. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Fake link. What what is it? Coop. It's not Koopa. Well, you can't, you can't get to our subscription sites through Koopa.ink. That's just the the business hosting site. Um, Oops. But you can go to any of our our artist sites, which would be, you know, my site has act.xxx, animeflux.com with three X's in the flux. Uh, you know, we got a bunch of other artists. So there's a lot. There's like nine or ten of us now. So yeah. So whenever you subscribe yeah. to one, you get access to all of us. But most people don't take advantage of that. Yeah, a lot of people somehow miss that. And then or later on the Discord, care. they're like, well, there's that. But I've had a lot of people be like, wait, you mean I could see everybody's stuff? I'm like, yeah. Okay, so again, that's... you guys don't announce that on your page. So when I'm on your page, you say, hey, check out all our other artists. And and then you go to, like, let's say I'm, a, I'm on his page and I want to check out Deson. I click it. And then it says, you got to log in. I'm like, ah. Well, yeah, you do. Have now, to... now, not yeah, everybody you do have knows to... that the same login for your the, the artist you follow oh. works on the other person's site. So I just log in with my same username and my same password and I get to see Cyber Unique and Deson and Spewing Muse and the guy I can't pronounce, Rena Zuo. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you got okay, it. So okay. what you're saying is we should put a note on our login pages. Yeah. Well, just yeah, says or, use or, your or same even login. on the inside page, wherever your homepage where, where it shows the other artists. Yeah, okay, okay. That would be helpful. Right. So we could, I mean, we could just have a blurb that's as easy as, like, one login, all, all the sites. Works all these sites. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not ever. That's really valuable info, actually. Good... I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and not, yeah. not every artist uh, shows every other artist on their homepage. That's something you guys probably should work out, especially as you yeah, add new artists. Yeah, we need some consistency. A lot of the yeah, artists well, are dragging uh, their feet. <laughs> The problem with that is not every artist goes through Hizzy for the design phase. Some of them bring in their own designer. So right. there's not exactly a template that everyone well, follows. And when they do go through me, they're not reporting back to me. It's not as if I'm sitting here every day and checking everybody's site every single day. I need them to report back to me. Hey, if there's a problem, if they want to change, they can either learn from me how to do it themselves or I will do it. But no one is telling me about these. Yeah, and if they could have that report let, on let your desk by tell five o'clock, is not that you have great. to be upset about it, but they're busy drawing pictures. You, you know, yeah. you guys are all trying yeah. to make your your drawings and update your sites and everything, and that's right, that's but... not the most. Maybe you just need a template that everybody grabs and puts it in, in a frame. Well, you know, you grab we, the same. It's yeah, a little I, harder than that, but here's the thing: like, I'm drawing pictures too, but I'm keeping up on my site because my site is my lifeline. It's my business. It's in my yeah. best interest to make sure my site is sparkly and it's my home. I, so I'm, I'm going to make sure it's all swept in there. <laughs> so if these you. other artists I'm are busy drawing if, pictures, if I'm, all right, whoa, whoa, okay, they okay. need to put aside a little time. If, okay? I'm, okay, if I'm the okay. other artist, I don't need to send people to the his site. I need to send them to my site. 
So they're probably just yes. not quite as concerned about updating that particular link. Well, okay, fair enough. But fair it enough, is but... it is something we need to uh, we'll talk about it yes, at a meeting. As a as a yeah. as a company, and this is no different than you know Marvel editorial saying, "Hey, Iron Man doesn't have a nose on his helmet." <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Oopsies. Uh, One artist doesn't okay. get to draw Iron Man with a nose. Somebody has to be in charge of. of yeah, everybody's got to be the same on this. Okay. Word. So you said you had uh, one or two more things on your list. No, that was it after the happy birthday. Um, oh, okay. Well, and and the the podcast. Uh, I, I think you know what. I, I, this was my question in the Discord. I I added it. What is the purpose of the podcast? Is it just for fun? Kind of an added value thing? Is it to blow off steam? Well, uh, is it to educate artists? All, uh, and I, 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 go ahead. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. I you you everything you just said is a yes. Like it is for all of those things. It's it started out as a fun side thing that was basically meant to say, hey, yeah, we we draw these things all the time, but we're also we're also human beings that that have thoughts and things that we laugh about and and joke about, and we're already doing it anyway. Why don't we just record it? Um, because like people seem to like that social interaction. They like coming to our streams and hearing us talk or coming to game streams and hearing us, you know, uh, yeah. spout nonsense we, and just be stupid people, you know. We used to do that with video games, too. Me and Flux used to record ourselves playing games and we'd upload those. We don't do it anymore, mm -hmm. though, but I miss it. It was well, so fun and funny. God, I remember I just I go back and I look at some of these videos of us recorded. I fucking laugh like one yeah. of our dying light recordings. I remember like <laughs> I picked up. Like, well, there's the forest, too, where I was just lighting myself on fire all on damn fire, day. On fire, yeah. yeah. And I remember That's still dying, a classic. There's this clip in one of our Dying Light recordings where I'm like, whoa, look what I found. And I pick up this, like, gas tank. And then you shoot the gas tank while I'm holding it, and I explode <laughs> and die. And you're running, around, that. you're running around. You're like, oh, my God, that was awesome. And I'm literally bleeding out on the floor. I'm like, you, dude, you have to rest me. I'm dying here. Whoa, that was sick. Let's do it again. Yeah. That's great. I, that sound like something I'd do. I somehow uh -huh. did find that one where you kept catching on fire. I don't remember where it was. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I posted on Twitter. Oh. There was, like, a funny song and everything. <laughs> I really did need the uh, – I know it's too late now, but if you could – edit in the Benny Hill theme instead. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Um, <sighs> well, bear this in mind. The only reason we haven't done that in so long is because there are so few co-op multiplayer games out there. Yeah, um, co-op campaign is hard to find. Yeah, and now I say that, but guess what? There is a new Dying Light coming out. I so, heard about that, and do you think it'll have yeah. co-op campaign? It better. If I it can't does, imagine it not. If it does, we're doing it, man. Also, Cyberpunk has announced that the CD Projekt Red has announced that Cyberpunk will have a multiplayer mode. MMO so, mode or just companion campaign mode? I don't know, but okay. I know I'm looking forward to that game. You've been looking forward to that game for years. I just hope so. they do it well because Dying Light is unbelievably done well as far as co-op campaign. Because I remember we were playing Watch Dogs 2 and yeah, we can co-op. But we can't yeah. do the main story together. And I was like, what the hell is this bullshit? Well, that's Ubisoft just being Ubisoft. But um, uh, but yeah. didn't we didn't didn't Far Cry 5 let us do co-op campaign together? 
I think it did. Yes, yes, it did. That is Ubi, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that was fun. So I guess, but it's it's Ubisoft is the publisher. They're not the the um they're not the developer. So it's okay. different studios doing these. Oh, okay, right, right, gotcha. Yeah. So um, I guess it really just depends on who who's doing dev. But yeah, but, anyways, um, that's the answer to that. I love to watch you yeah. guys stream. I don't always catch the announcements. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll go on Twitter and it'll be like four hours. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna stream stream in a few minutes. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, I missed it. <laughs> and and what's funny, I mean, I, I know you guys probably don't plan like days in advance of your streams. It's probably more of a I feel like streaming. I'll let everybody know in an hour I'm gonna go stream. <clears throat> so yep. I would recommend to everybody that follows be part of the Discord or be following you guys on Twitter. And I don't know when mm-hmm. this particular podcast is going to air. So if it doesn't air quickly you can edit this part out but i'm also a fan of alatar because of the podcast he was on as a guest and he's doing a stream all day on sunday yes he is and i'm kind of looking forward to that because he put the word out way in advance and i don't work on sundays so that's probably something i'm going to check out and i think everybody else another 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 note koopa if you're a fan of if if you're a fan of alatar he does have his own podcast that he does called blue magic oh yes that's another Mm -hmm. one i Oh, it's called Blue Magic. So I looked for it because he mentioned it on Lisbon, and I couldn't find it because I was looking for Blue Wizard. Oh, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> called Blue Magic. We've both actually been a guest on his podcast, and Erotobot was a guest as well. Okay, so I'm going to mm-hmm. try to look that up. But do you have to be a member of Lisbon to download them? I think of they're Libsyn? free. Y- yeah. Lipson, you can just stream it. Okay, because it wanted me to sign up, and it wanted to charge me. No way, no. Uh I used to get the Adam Carolla podcast off of there, their archives, and it was like seven bucks a month or something. Ew. Hmm. No, it didn't never made me pay. All right. Weird. All right. Blue Magic. I'm going to go check that out because I, like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Also, um, again, I don't, uh, like you said, I don't know when this is airing, but uh, happy early birthday to Alatar. Oh, yeah. I believe it's on that's... Sunday because that's why he's doing a, a stream. Man, you guys should have had a, yeah, a big Koopa birthday party together. What that's is that crazy noise? his birthdays <laughs> that's crazy his birthdays the day after mine anyway uh you want to move on to um fan questions yeah sure okay uh i'll start us off um so we have one coming in from bo blackstar what's up man um he has a two-part question so i guess we'll tackle part one first it says in what ways has hizzy's dad's artistic habits influenced Hizzy and uh, when or how did she take off in her own direction? Mm. Uh, well, actually, my dad and my mom were both artists, so they both had an influence on me because they were both doing art and I thought it was cool. Uh, and I remember this one day, I mean, this probably isn't what started it, but I have a memory of this one day. My dad was teaching me about line art and line weight and he was showing me how to apply different line weights to different areas on your line drawing and i just have like such a memory of that and so i still use that to this day i mean it's something you would probably have learned along the way regardless but i always remember that so he's helped me out with some art he also showed me some stuff in photoshop and back in the day how to do certain things i remember we made this and he was teaching me how to animate in photoshop (laughs) way back in the day and we had this picture of uh janet jackson with jay timberlake 
when he pulled her <laughs> when he pulled her boob thing off, and we actually animated him doing that, and he pulled the boob thing off, and then the boob started growing bigger, 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 and then it exploded. <laughs> That was fun. So that was an influence for sure. Um, you, you don't still have that, do you? I do. So I do have it, but it's corrupted now. I tried sending it to Aww. my dad an email, and it, you can't open it anymore. It's just too Damn. old. Okay. <sighs> but yeah, so that's great. Yeah, he's helped me out a lot with art. Nowadays, I'm teaching him stuff about Photoshop now and then. <laughs> that circle is now complete. The circle has come full circle. Um, do you know where? Where and when, like, your your path kind of diverged and you went off and, like, started your own style as opposed to, you know, direct influence? Probably around the time of 2003 when I started hanging around on that website called GoGaia. It was called GoGaia at the time. It was, like, an anime role-playing forum. I never like Gaia, the, the video game Gaia? No, Gaia on... It's called Gaia Online now. It's just, like, an avatar site. You dress up your avatar and there's forums and it was for role playing. I never role played on there, but there was lots of artists on there and they were like oh. selling their art for this fake currency, which was gold. Um, so I was like, cool, I could get all these cool items and put them on my character. And it was it was it's valueless. Like there's no value in this nowadays. Well, nowadays, maybe I don't know. I'm rich on that site now because I was on it for so long. But yeah, once I started doing that, I started seeing all these artists online and that's when i discovered deviant art and like digital art i think that around that time was when my dad bought me my first tablet which was a wacom graphire oh cool yeah so yeah probably that's, around 2003 that's still a decent tablet i know that thing's like a tiny tank it's like the nokia yeah. phone <laughs> <laughs> it probably only has like 200 levels of pressure but still being a traditional yeah. artist, it always amazed me that you could like hold the tablet down on the desk, but look up at the monitor. I, I could, yeah. I yeah. could never get that going on for the longest time. There's a big learning curve for that. Um, most people I've talked to, and, and and myself included, like the first time you're ever using a tablet, you're just like, "What is this?" Because of the it, reason you just right, said. Right. It feels you know? so weird too. Yeah, and I just recently yeah. got back into it, and I'm using a Wacom Three, I think. Um, Intuos or Intuos, yeah. I don't have her cool. cool, but I'm doing exactly what I said. Is is you know I I it's one of those things like I'm gonna conquer it, and if I get serious about it, then maybe I can upgrade to the one that you either an iPad or a Cintiq. But I'm gonna iPad Pro, baby. Oh yeah, that's what you say. <laughs> that's a huge step monetarily. Um, I think the the Intuos is kind of the the stage below that. Um, the Cintiq, and I, I mean, no, 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 the, the just the Intuos just the, the tablet. tablet. I think, yeah, that's what I use. I think Hizzy uses one. I've um, I've been using you... my Cintiq again. Oh, you're doing that again? Okay. Uh, I mean, Cintiqs mostly, are cool. I love they're... using my iPad Pro though. I use that all the time. Yeah, I need I the picture need to use mine more. The picture that I just did with my character with the cross in her badge was iPad Pro. Damn. Yeah, I didn't man. know that. That came out great. Yeah, dude. Oof. You can't even tell. Yeah. You should do a commercial. No, for I can't. Apple. I know. I hey. should do a commission. <laughs> nope, they don't want to associate with you. I've gotten so many, people, <laughs> so many of my friends to buy an iPad Pro and the mattress. I've gotten so many people to buy my same mattress. I'm like, dude, where's my commission? Th that mattress is awesome. I, I just know. got my pillow top in last week or this week, and 
It's a marshmallow. I have a marshmallow bed. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh, I know who bought you that mattress. Yeah, my dad <laughs> got me that mattress. <laughs> it's all... I, I, I rec- up- you know, fuck it. We're not sponsored or anything, but it's called... T- uh, what is it? Tuft and... Needle. What is it? Tuft, Tuftandneedle.com. If you need a good mattress... <laughs> It's amazing. It really does. It really is a great mattress. I swear to God, we're not sponsored. I wish they'd sponsor comes, us. If you need glasses, Zen, Zenny Optical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Promo code hentai. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's let's. I'll, I'll rein this back in. <laughs> More questions. Um, questions. <laughs> let's see. That was from Bo Black Star. Uh, we got one on the Discord. I just need to find Shout it. Shout out to Bo, by the way. He likes my stuff on Twitter often. So cool. Oh, sweet. He's cool. Yeah, he's nice. I'm going to draw some of his characters just for practice. Try to get on. Nice. Get them shared. There you go. <laughs> oh, actually, the, the question on here from Fuerto has kind of already been answered. Um, uh, this is to Hizzy's dad. He says... Uh, what was it like finding out your daughter made porn for a living? Kind of already answered that. And does it feel different now? From when you first found out, I would imagine you just are more we proud. It. Yeah, we, we covered, covered it. Yeah. And like you said, if it didn't work out, I probably would be a, a little bit less proud. <clears throat> right, but right. It, it seems to be working out. And my only thing is, I hope she's happy doing it because that's all you want. And, sure. And, 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 you know, it's cool. She stays in touch with me over the years. Some 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 mm-hmm. years way more happy than others. <laughs> yeah, that's par for and the course. And that goes with any job, no matter what you do for a living. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I had when I worked as a graphic designer, like I worked in an office building, and it was it was a cushy job from the outside. But I hate graphic design. Me too. Like <laughs> I fucking hate it. Me too. Um, and I, I worked for an organization that had a lot of, um, let's say, questionable policies. And those policies didn't actually affect me very much. But it was a very, um, it, I don't know how to describe it. But it, looking in from the outside, it's like, oh, I don't know about that. But, um, <laughs> you know, now I look back at that job and I'm like, yeah, I still hate that. I still hate what I was doing. But goddamn, was it uh, a nice office? Um, uh, like it was my own office. It was my own space, and it was, I was very proud of that at the time. I still nice. kind of am, but you know, now I work from home, and everybody's like, "Oh man, that must be so cool!" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's really it's fine. It's really cool at first, but it gets old. Yeah, man. it gets old. Like the first the first couple weeks when you're just working in your pajamas, it's amazing. It's awesome. Like, <laughs> oh fuck yeah, I can wake up when I want, and I can." you know, do whatever while I'm working. And that's great. You know, now six or seven years into it, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's, it has its own set of ups and downs. Yeah. So, um, sorry, I'm looking at the questions here. Uh, most of these are, have already been answered on previous podcasts. Um, what's the first thing you guys remember drawing? I the just, first, just, I first just, thing. The, the first thing ever or the first hentai? I think the first thing ever. They were not specific. Oh my god, I don't remember that crap. What What's the, the first time you touched crayon to paper? No. Or or finger paint to the wall. The, the earliest memory I have of drawing anything in my entire life was 
I was, what was it, 1985? I was three. I can't be right. I wasn't drawing at three. No. I was probably like five years old. It was pre-kindergarten. My parents had just gotten an NES. It was, you know, Super Mario Brothers and, and Legend of Zelda. All of that was new. Um, and I remember having like construction paper or something in front of me and I drew Mario and some Aww. Koopa, Ko- you know, little Koopa turtles and stuff. Aww. And I was like, oh man, it's so cool. And, I, and I've talked about <laughs> on the podcast before, like my dad would sit down and draw with me and I was like, he was good. Like Aww. he was really good. I mean, he was, he was, he was eyeballing what was in the manuals for the video games and stuff. But at the time that was wizardry. It was yeah. magic. <laughs> You know, and I was like, oh, my God, whoa, I just want to be just like my dad, you know, so. Oh, my heart. That, that was that. <laughs> Aw. Good stuff. Awesome. What about you, Dad? Uh, boy, all the way back to the first thing I ever drew. When yep. I was in school, there was a book called How to Draw Cartoons from the library. That's how you had to. So you had to look at books when you were a kid. Library. I've heard that word. Library. <laughs> they would loan you a book. I think it had something called week. books. Um, and I checked out yep. a book called How to Draw Cartoons, and it was literally stick figures. Um, but like you would draw a stick figure with a cape, and that was Superman. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and you would draw a stick figure with the like a almost like a pelvic Oops. bone for the head with the eyes. And then the rib cage was three lines, but it was a stick figure. And that was your skeleton. Um, and I learned, I, sw- I swear to God, I learned how to draw all those characters enough to make my own comics with those characters. Well, they weren't drawn well, but the comics were funny. You know, the superhero would fly down because the girl was getting ha- uh, manhandled by the skeleton the super the stick figure superhero would punch the skeleton and all the little lines from the stick figure skeleton would fall to the ground it would just like <laughs> disintegrated explode. and he would fly off and the the, the the stick figure girl would go my hero um <laughs> that's really the first thing i can remember drawing i'm sure i drew before that but that's the first thing i remember like learning how to draw and applying it to a to a comic strip and i was probably third or fourth grade okay Pretty young i uh I don't have a good story for the first thing I remember drawing because I don't know. But um, I remember one of the first things I remember my dad drawing, Uh-oh. <laughs> which <laughs> it was a joke. It was like a practical prank oh, yeah. on paper. He was started out by drawing like two lines parallel to each other and then like two circles at the bottom. And I was like, oh, my God, Dad, that's so lewd. That's so lewd. And like because I thought it was going to be a penis. I'm like, what, what oh. are you doing? I was so young too. I was like, I wasn't that young. I was probably oh, you like got 10. it wrong. You've already told the story wrong. I did not. <laughs> I already know what you're talking about, but it wasn't a penis. I'm... It's no, it wasn't a penis, but it's supposed to make it seem like it no, is. I would and... start out drawing the boobs. No, and then no. I would draw the patch of hair, the triangle of patch of hair down at the bottom. Then I would draw the waist, and it would have an oh. hourglass figure, and it looked like boobs right. and a patch. Of... And then I would connect the legs to make the bottom of the snout and put ears <laughs> on the top where the shoulders are and a tongue hanging out. And it would be a dog face. <laughs> yeah, it was a dog. Anyways, however we got there, it was a dog. It was a dog's face, but it looked lewd at first. I was like, Dad, oh, my God. Yeah, because it starts out with boobs and a pussy. 
but it ends up <laughs> I'm gonna post that later on my uh, in the Discord or somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lessons: How to make a dog. Draw like record it on a video. What is though, funny is that yeah. is grand humor for preteens. <laughs> yes, they, it is. They it think was amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember Anything doing with... it at school after I learned how. Uh-huh. All the kids would gather around and snicker. Oh, God. There probably was one. Um, I feel like there was have... a penis version with a dog's face. That's probably a thing like that. Did yeah. either of you... You're talking about stick figures. Did either of you do the thing where you made, like, a flip book? Yes. And had like an, an animated stick figure. Because yes. I did the hell out of that. Oh, in yeah. School. Every time. Those were great. Every time I had a pad of paper, I would do that. Yep. I would. My parents were so pissed because I'd go through, you know, you draw 50 stick figures and, and you've used up a whole like sticky note pad or something <laughs> just so you could flip through it and make this dumb animation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm like, Mom, Dad, I need another flip. And they're like, We just bought that. What? <laughs> How could you have used this many sticky notes? And then I showed them and they're like, oh, okay. This is all. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't have sticky notes when I was a kid. They came out later. Isn't that funny? That makes me sound well, old. I used, I used to do it in the bottom right corner of my school textbooks. Yeah, I did it in all my textbooks. I did the, yeah, I did that. Yeah. I did that too. I remember back in, it was early 90s or mid 90s or something. It was when... Mortal Kombat was a new thing, and you know all the parents were like, "Oh, that's too violent," and all us kids were like, "It's the best." So <laughs> I, I, that's what my stick figures would be doing. They'd be like, ch you know, punching people's heads off or like kicking the person in, <laughs> another stick figure in half, and you draw all the blood and everything. And you know, my parents were mortified, but I was like, "Yeah, it's so cool, <laughs> awesome." <laughs> but it was the '90s, so I was like, "Yeah, this is tubular." So, <laughs> tubular. Oh boy, awesome. That, that's that's All tubular. Right. Yep. This has been a tubular podcast. Oh no, it is. I've I've had a good time. Is that the title? You guys always pick the title. You actually told me you wanted the title to be something specific, and now I forget what it was. I did. Yeah, you did. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Well, you've got time. You still have to edit it. And we know that you so. don't know how to use a pencil and paper, so it can't possibly be written down anywhere. <laughs> it's gone. It's lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, I got to pee. <laughs> All right. Well, well. <laughs> either that, or if one of us burps, that has to be on the. Oh card. yeah, that's got to be one of the drink drinking things. Somebody you will burps. be you will be unconscious yeah. by the by the first hour. Because me and Flux um, always burp. <laughs> Well, yep. I've heard Flux We're do gross. it once so far, at least. Short one. Whoa! Oh, there I go again. Sorry. Things things are happening. Sorry. That's okay. I have a mechanical pencil on a aluminum, titanium, whatever the hell they make these MacBook Pros out of, and apparently <clears throat> it picks it up when I set it down. Oh, yeah. Ah. That makes Sorry. sense. Edit. All good. That's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and shooting the shit with us. It's been awesome. It was fun. Maybe I can come back someday when I'm a grown artist. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you want, man. Doors open. Uh, it was fun. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I wish you guys would do them weekly or more often. I don't know how to encourage that, but it, they're fun to listen to. Also, where are you guys listed on iTunes? Are you under arts? Are you under... I think it's under arts. You gotta move it under comedy. You guys are funny. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess we could, but I don't know. I feel like it's more art leaning. Does iTunes give you the metrics and lets you know like how many people are downloading and listening? Um, I don't know. It might. I could try to look for that, like analytics or something. Also, tell your listeners and your fans. Yeah, to give us a go. Yeah. Go to iTunes and rate and review. Give them a five star review. This is a funny podcast. Yeah. <laughs> give, give them us... a good review um, because that's how iTunes, you know, keeps track and moves you to the top and 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 stuff and. And huh. I've I've left you guys a review, but I don't think you have enough reviews to even show the reviews yet. So yeah. get everybody to go out there and give you guys a, a five star review. And 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 you know if you're gonna give them a shitty review, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I think our podcast is pretty good. Yeah, I have fun. It with is, it. and that's what I mean. It's informative, but it's funny because I listen to Proco. And they're informative, but they're not quite as funny. They're, they wouldn't be listening. The artists? The, 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 yeah, the artists and the guests. It's just more straight. Proko Pratenko? Pratenko. Oh, yeah. They have their own pod. I try to find all, like, I, I do. There's one called How to Draw Comics. And it's pretty good, but hmm. they're just not funny. They're, they're sort of informative, but they're kind of yawners. Oh. Okay. And I just. No, the only pod. Yeah. Go ahead. Be in the, be, move it to the comedy, because you guys. Your entertainment. You're more than you are educating people about art. That's true. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think we can make a drinking game out of the other art podcasts. I don't think we can. <laughs> Take a drink That's every a... time you yawn. That's how you know a podcast has personality, I guess. Absolutely. That's good. Cool. All right. Well, uh, listeners, thank you for joining us once again. Um and if you want to check out Hizzy's dad's social media or or work, do you do you do you have a link? Yeah, they or can a, check me out. I'm at um, on the Twitter. I have to call it the Twitter because I'm old. It's mm -hmm. it's at cheeky creatures, and I my 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 code name is Control Z. But my okay hand... apt. <laughs> what? I said apt. <laughs> apt. And well, all right, guys. You know. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me here. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, straighten up, fly right, and happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> all right, guys. We will catch you next time. All See right. you later. See ya.